Hello, this is episode 26, Confidence to Follow Through, or How to Set Up a System Where Parents Can Follow Through Successfully in Order to Maintain Consistency for Their Child. Let's begin. Smarter Parenting welcomes you to our podcast series, The Parenting Coach for ADHD. Here to heal and elevate lives is your parenting coach, Siope Kinikini. Well, hello, my friends. Hopefully everyone is doing well out there in the world. Been I have been like really motivated and excited about the things that I've uh, been able to observe with our podcast. We have the best listeners out there because uh, we are growing exponentially and it's been a fantastic thing to witness over time. You know, we're a fairly relatively new podcast um, and yet, we want to provide something of value specifically to parents who have children who struggle with ADHD or caretakers or teachers who work with children who have ADHD. And so being able to put something out there and then to have it received the way it's been received so far and also to receive feedback from people has been fantastic. And so I just wanted to reach out and give a big shout out and a big thank you to everyone involved. Uh, I have a small team of people that I work with, and I will forever be grateful for them um, because they're the ones that actually help put this together and get it online. My my role actually is to bring you the podcast, right? Um, but there are a lot of different stages that happen in between there, and I am emotionally and very, very grateful for them. So anyways, uh, that aside, I feel like we're at the Oscars or at some award show, you know, where you're like, thank you. Thank you for this award, everybody. We haven't won anything, um, nor do we hope to win anything, except we hope to be able to provide this service for free for people. So that being said, I am super grateful and just want to give a shout out to my team and also give a shout out to the people who are listening. You, the listener, thank you so much. And continue to uh, subscribe. We're actually going to branch out into more interesting topics related to ADHD and how we can help children who struggle with ADHD. And today I wanted to talk about something that is actually universal. And this is something that a lot of parents struggle with, not just parents who have children with ADHD. Although the exhaustion for parents who have children with ADHD and other issues, like parents who have children who uh, are on the spectrum with autism, they tend to to burn out a lot faster uh, unless there's some type of system that's in place to help them cope with what's happening around them. Um, so, and there's a lot of different ways to approach this, but what I wanted to talk about today is confidence to follow through, how to set up a system where parents can follow through successfully in order to maintain consistency for their child, right? So first, the, the beginning part of that is confidence to follow through. Confidence. Now, where does confidence come from, Right. And when we think of the word confidence, we we tend to think of somebody who, uh, for me anyway, somebody who's perhaps a performer, who is able to get up in front of a lot of people and give a discourse, a lecturer, for example, they can display a lot of confidence in their presentation in what they share with the world. That takes a bit of confidence for you to be able to do. And when when I ask parents, okay, so where's your confidence level? A lot of times, specifically with children who struggle with ADHD or children who are on the spectrum or who, who struggle through trauma, their confidence level is really low. They really struggle 
to feel that inner confidence that what they're doing is the best thing to do for their child. So they second guess themselves. And there's this vacillation between, am I doing the right thing? Or can I do something better? Or what exactly is the best approach to what it is that needs to be done, right? And so the idea that parents need to establish their confidence first is absolutely essential. And in fact, I would ask parents to take some time to take stock in their own personal abilities in what they can do. Where is their confidence? Are they confident? And if they are not confident, how do we work from a place of confidence? Once a parent is working from a place of confidence, it's much easier for the child to follow through with what needs to happen and with the expectations because they know the parent is leading. Now, I want you to think of if we were to go into battle and if the person leading the charge had no confidence, right? If the person that we are following has no confidence, it's difficult for us to follow them. It's very difficult. And in fact, we look to our leaders to portray confidence. Uh, we look at, to our political leaders to, to exhibit confidence, um, even for beauty pageants. Uh, I was watching a beauty pageant not too long ago uh, for the small island kingdom of Tonga, which is where I'm from, uh, my ancestry, they're from there, and they have this beauty pageant there, and you could tell who had confidence and who, who struggled a little bit with their confidence, but there was such a dynamic difference between the two right? And when you are leading the charge and this is what needs to happen, this needs to go down this way, confidence is absolutely essential. You have to nail down where your confidence is and what you're able to do. So for parents, you have to step back, evaluate yourself and say, okay, am I working from a place of confidence or am I working from a place of fear? right? Am I from confidence? Am I making decisions out of confidence? Or am I doing it because I'm scared this might happen or, or something else might happen or my child might react this certain way? And when, when you act from a place of fear, you're almost already defeated in your approach to parenting. You've, you've got to step back and you've got to evaluate, am I moving in a direction of confidence? Now, confidence does not mean that you know all the answers to everything. No, not at all. In fact, that doesn't have to be how you make your decisions. Like you have to know every single step. Confidence just means that you know you're moving in the direction that you need to go and that it is moving in a direction that will help your child follow through with the expectations that you have for them right? So I'm confident I will make these decisions. Will they always be 100% the right decision? No, they will not be the right decision. Every child is a little bit different, and so they all struggle with different things. And so it's important for parents to understand you're going to make mistakes along the way, but you need to move forward with confidence, right? And then part of the confidence is also the ability to be humble and to say, okay, maybe I didn't make the right decision here, but I, this is why I did it. And this is why I felt that this was important for us to do. Boom, 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 right? Uh, because leaders, if you think about it, they're not perfect. Leaders are not perfect either. And they don't make decisions 100% of the time um, error-free. They make mistakes when they make 
decisions. And so the thing that makes a leader even more powerful is the ability to step back and say, okay, I'm evaluating where I'm at. I made a mistake and now I need to make some corrections to that. And that's okay. And in fact, I recommend that parents do that so their children know that they're human and that they are not robots and that they that they are learning as you grow, right? This is this whole dynamic of saying Okay, I'm a human, I'm a parent, I'm doing my best. Okay, I made a mistake. Okay, well, humans make mistakes, and we can learn from this, and then we can move on, right? So my recommendation, first off, for any parent who's struggling to stabilize a home environment is to step back and evaluate yourself. Are you working from a place of confidence, or are you reacting from a place of fear, Right? And if you are reacting from a place of fear, you have to start moving towards confidence. Now, um, people arrive at confidence in different ways. But when you work from a place of confidence, you're willing to make risks, take risks. uh, And they may be small risks, but they're risks nonetheless to help you move forward and to progress forward. And remember, a child is actually waiting for somebody to lead them in one direction or another. And if you're unsure... That leaves it open for them to interpret where they need to go, right? So let's start off with confidence first. Take a step back, evaluate, am I moving in a place of confidence? If you are trying to figure out where to establish the confidence, ask yourself this question. Um, This has been a helpful question for me as a parent, but also for other parents is, okay, what is the outcome that you want? What is the final outcome that you want? And be very specific and descriptive in what it is that you think you want from your child. Do I want them to be more obedient when I ask them to do very specific things? Okay. Do I want them to clean their room when I ask them to clean it right away? When you start to chunk it down or when you start to make it into uh, very specific categories like that, then you can begin to work from a place of confidence. And um, then you start establishing rules that help sustain that idea that whole concept of what it is you want to accomplish. So again, move in towards this area of confidence and then you want to establish rules that support your final goals. So you want to establish goals and then rules around those goals um, that will help sustain what it is that you want in the end. Now, um, in order to set up a whole system though, uh, you know, where you're going to have uh, consequences and you're going to have Um, rewards and all of those in there. One thing that I definitely have all parents think about, and and this is essential, is that they need to know what they can follow through with and what they cannot follow through with, right? Um, If you put out a consequence or a reward that you cannot follow through with, then that actually moves you from the role of, of a confident parent to that of, oh, your child is like, well, I don't know if I can believe them anymore, right? Um, I'm going to share this experience. I think it's super hilarious now as an adult, but I I wanted to tell you a story of inconsistency. I had an uncle who uh, promised us when we were kids um, that if we helped him with certain jobs, things that he was doing, he would invite us to go to amazing things. There was a show coming into town, and um, if we were able to complete the work that he wanted us to do, then he would take us to it. And it was like the circus and super exciting, right? So anyways, worked really hard. Uh, The day came to go and uh, he did not follow through. 
And so as a child, you know, I was crushed because I really wanted to go. And so he said, well, I couldn't do it this time. And of course, as a child, you're willing to forgive, you know. Um, so I was like, oh, okay. But then he said, okay, but if we do it again, then I'll, I'll take you again uh, the next day. And so the next day came and the same thing happened. And after uh, this happened like two or three times, I just blew it off as like, this is never going to happen. Um, these are empty promises and he's never going to follow through, right? Um, transfer that to later on into adulthood. I continue to have uh, some of those same issues of trust with this very specific person because as a child, they were established in me for those three experiences. Now, of course, things come up. And of course, as an adult, I understand that things can't be followed through all the time. I get that. Uh, As a child, however, my thing was, okay, I did my part. You didn't do your part. And so, yeah, hmm, you know, and you tend to start to believe that, well, how can I how can I trust this person? They're not leading with confidence, right? They don't have the confidence to lead through or follow through with what they've already promised to do. And so that could be very detrimental to a child. And with parents, what you have to do is establish things that you can absolutely do. And this includes rewards and consequences, negative consequences, if they are not to follow through. Um, we do on the Smarter Parenting website have a video on effective consequences that I would highly recommend you take a look at. There are five elements that make consequences effective. And if you're able to follow all five of those, which include uh, immediacy, if you can do it quickly, um, right after the behavior so it's linked, uh, the size, you don't want to give a huge reward for a small behavior. You want to make them kind of comparable to each other, and that way they're they're relatable. Um, anyways, those five elements are discussed in the video. I would highly recommend you jump over and you check it out, Effective Consequences. Um, and that way... By being able to follow through, if you establish consequences that you can follow through with, then your child actually feels as though you are leading with with confidence. You're actually leading the charge and you're guiding them to something that's better and then guiding the entire family to something that's better. So keep in mind that your confidence also stems from your ability to follow through. I always recommend that parents use rewards and consequences the minimum possible for the behavior. And that sounds really odd, but um, what I feel is most effective is that if a child does something that is small, that we give them a small reward for it. If they do something that's big, then we give them the smallest reward that we can for that that behavior that matches that behavior, right? And the reason that I say small is because that actually gives you room to grow. That gives you room to actually expand it later on. Because as children grow older, these consequences and these rewards actually get bigger too. It's just kind of the logic of how children grow and how parenting works, right? When a child is small, you do small things. As they get bigger, it's bigger. It's just bigger. And the consequences are much larger. And so when you start small, it gives you room as a parent to work through the different things that you are working through. So um, that is my suggestion to parents is work from a place of confidence follow through with what it is that you've established as far as consequences and rules and rewards and be consistent 
throughout that whole interaction. And really take the time to self-evaluate where you are working from. Are you working from a place of fear or are you working from a place of confidence? Because children will follow depending on where you are leading from, right? And then as far as rewards and uh, being sure to establish things that you can absolutely follow through, but using the minimum amount of reward or consequence that you possibly can in order to teach or to reinforce the behavior that you want. Again, I, you know, there are some parents who feel like, um, you know, my child has done this, this act. They've taken out the garbage. And it's like, okay, I'm going to give you 20 bucks. Wow. Yeah. So 20 bucks now, if the child is 11, soon 20 bucks is not going to be enough. And you're going to want, the child is going to want something bigger. And so you want to leave yourself some room. You're going to take out the garbage today. That's great. Okay, well, that's a one-time act that you do. It takes you 30 seconds to do. I'm going to give you 25 cents every time you do it, right? Now, you can decide if you're going to do 25 cents or something a little bit more substantial or something less. Or I'm going to give you a marble or I'm going to give you, you know, some behavior bucks. Or you can, if you have a token economy in your home where the kids are able to earn specific things, then you can go ahead and do that as well. But... What I'm saying is keep it to a minimum so it gives you room later on to expound and to grow into those rewards and consequences. And so it's not so punitive to you later on. Always keep in mind that you're leading for the future and what you do now is affecting what's happening in the future, right? So when you lead with confidence, you have to be consistent all the way through. And you want to be sure that you're preparing your child for the things that are to come as you are already forecasting the things to come. A great leader is always looking ahead, right? They're always looking ahead and they're anticipating the things that come, although they're not mind readers and they're not fortune tellers. They don't know exactly what's going to happen but they're preparing for it, and that's what makes them effective. And parents are the same way. Parents are leaders, and they're going to help their children learn and grow until the child can become a leader on their own, right? So those are the things uh, that I would definitely want parents to do. Take some time, step back, evaluate where you're operating from. If you have any questions about this, please send us a message. I would love to communicate with you. And actually, we are doing coaching online. So if you need a coach, you want to talk to me, and we can work through some of these things, or to a coach here at Smarter Parenting, let me know, because let's meet. We can uh, Zoom a meeting online. We can talk over the phone. And let's go through the nuances of what you are working with with your child I would love to reach out and help. There is a form that you can fill out online on the Smarter Parenting website for coaching, specifically for coaching. And as we lead forward into introducing actually an ADHD club, which I am super excited about, and especially because it's going to be so helpful for so many people and parents. So that's it for me. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel here and share this with a friend or a family member that you feel may benefit from what we're sharing here at Smarter Parenting. And jump over to the Smarter Parenting website. There is just so much information out there to help you as a parent parent your children because they're, you know, children growing up nowadays, it's difficult. It's hard and it's a tough job and all parents can use as much help as they can get. So that's it for me. Have a good one. I will see you again next time. See ya. Bye. Thank you.